This is Bruno from the Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure. Uh, the podcast that you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, please visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons & Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code professionalcasual at checkout for free domestic shipping or... PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code Professional Casual at checkout or use the link in the show notes. What game are we playing? Whatever it is that we're playing, it's episode 176. You what? I had I a good. Oh, sorry. Here's fine. All right. I had a good goal open. Okay. And you ruined it. Say it. No, I can cut it out. All right. Ready? Cut it out. Well, I don't want to hear it. Let's just continue. Edit this. All right. Ready? Da 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 Webby. Da 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 da. Mina. Da 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 da. Lucky. Da 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 da. <laughs> the episode of today's, uh, the name of today's episode is TPK. <laughs> You're going to find out who the real enemy within is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we already know it's Bruno, clearly. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we go back to episode 176 of A Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure. Big news. Pick up stick. Huge news. Oh. This is, this is super important for the network. I found the big die from Leroy. God damn. <laughs> Jamie, break his arm quick. Could <laughs> it just good. be his hand? Does it have to be the whole his arm? His whole arm. Wow, that's a lot. That's All the bones in his arm. Break them. You em. can't have that energy you don't need drink those anymore. Oh, yeah. What I mean, I'm drinking mean? No, but I found the, the giant D100 from Leroy. Nice. Where was it? Oh, thanks. It was in one of Felix's like ride-on toys that um that we had down here in the basement to, was it a we, dynamax ride-on <laughs> it's like a the front <laughs> of it kind of looks like a train and then the second part's like the seat for him and like it was supposed to be like a learn your alphabet kind of thing but the back end of it has like storage for the other pieces of it and oh, i nice. was moving it because we're doing a yard sale tomorrow and I opened up the back of it to make sure there weren't any other toys in there and the die was in there and I went, oh, Danny's in the room. She's like, what? And I was like, you know, I, found sale, I found it. When your yard Tim sale just it. culminates in setting fire to all of your possessions, it just, you can just call it a campfire. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> I said I was going to blame Tim, but I'm pretty sure it was actually Felix because he likes to mess with it because it's a big, heavy metal die and he, hit it on me but i got it back now nice yes he definitely hit it on you <laughs> it was totally felix cheapy you're so here's the thing looking. the train is the same height for both of them so. <laughs> got him that's what you get sorry Jamie. i feel like i haven't made a short joke in a really long time oh that's okay i'm yeah. I'm, I'm down for it but thank you so much, Leroy, for this for die. Wow. And also thank you for being a uh, professional cake sitter over at um, per 
patreon.com slash professional casual. Um, over there, he joins uh, the other professional cake sitters and King Ding doppeldongers, including Xpaxis and Rob and Dagna and Devil Pup and Otis, Bicon, Tony Hot Hands, Wizard Skills, Briar Mage, Cider Drinker. Has, I was going to count the, my fingers and I forgot again, but I think I got everybody. Has the term cake sitter just been devoid of any kind of like we should not say this word kind of meaning to you guys like does it just not even it doesn't even register at that, that you, level anymore no yeah yeah it doesn't register as something that should not be said around other people what? what's wrong with sitting on cakes that's between you and the cake <laughs> that's fair i feel like the the explanation for why that's a thing on the network is so far back mm-hmm. in yes. like the Tiger King stuff we covered like in the very beginning of the network that like you got to be a diehard PCN fan to to unearth mm-hmm. that the initial reference for that. Um, speaking of some of the professional cake setters and King Dingdoppeldongers, I want to shout out two of them very specifically nice. for being large community members on the Discord. Oh, uh, both Devil Pup running all of our Blood Bowl three stuff yeah. on a very regular basis, and Leroy for hosting like movie nights. Yeah, on Discord is just like rad as hell. I get we a have, like, lot of shit for not joining them, but I usually have a legitimate reason. Normally we're recording. Yeah. Well, like the last time they had it and they were like, yeah, make sure to give Dan a bunch of crap for not being here. And I'm like, I'm recording the Slithering right now. And then Pony Danza was like, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) Valid. (laughs) It was really good. And then you were like, fine, I'll change the name of this chat. (laughs) All about the Slithering. There's no more Slithering spoiler chat. It's just oops, all snake memes. (laughs) That's what it's been since. Mm-hmm. So um, make sure to join the Patreon or subscribe to the Twitch, twitch.tv slash professional casual network. That also gives you access to the Discord and you can post snake memes in the Oops All Snake Memes chat as well. That's the one place they're for. You can post them other places, but we might actually moderate it. There's there's <laughs> two channels where specific gifts can be put. The Riot GIF goes in the Elite Eight Showdown channels. Snake GIFs go in the Slithering channel. And the That's- Riot is like sparingly because you have nuked chats from orbit before that's true into oblivion Mm -hmm. i think specifically the slithering and then it started over yeah there was a cult that formed in there (laughs) before we even announced we were doing the slithering i was like all right gotta (laughs) blow out these tunnels apparently (laughs) the snake cult started (laughs) our discord is so weird i don't i i'm a member of a, a a few different discords i'm not I've seen Tim's Discord. I'm in too many. And there's it's like, way too many. You get like 200 or some crazy amount. I'm a member of a few. I only actually participate in a couple, but like, I, I'm curious if our Discord is like typical or if we're just a bunch of weirdos, because it seems like a bunch of weirdos. Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely the latter. That's always a safe bet. Yep. I like that. It's fun. So, how do I share my stream? On Discord? Yeah. Why are you asking that? You don't need to do that. Are you just going to share a video of you peeing? Is that your stream? <laughs> <laughs> That's all night. It's barely, it's it's barely a stream. A stream. Yeah. It's like yeah. dumping yeah. on a milkshake. Yeah, we talked about this. <laughs> Take 10 minutes. <laughs> you get announced. It's, it's like watching enough. ice melt. Right? <laughs> um, oh, no. No, I just want to see who, who gets more viewers, you or me. Oh, God. I think I actually remove the ability for you to stream <laughs> in the recording chat. 
<laughs> oh, because I saw you were streaming, so I was going to also stream and see who was the better streamer. It says you're live. I think yeah. you're actively streaming. You're think also live. Better. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So pretty, why are you asking cool. how to do something you're actively currently doing? <laughs> I don't know if um, is it going out over the internet? Uh, to the four of us in that chat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. All right. So, so you, all you're streaming is the Discord screen that we all already can see. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, if you want to give JB some technical <laughs> advice, you can always call the network number at 603-803-3235. Call it. Or you can send him uh, a nice handwritten letter or mm. you print out instructions for him with oh, pictures yeah. and everything. Mm. Baby's old and needs that kind of help uh, over to P.O. Box G, West Onion, New York, 13861. You could Xerox it to our Twitter. <laughs> at- <laughs> Twitter's, Twitter's no longer a thing. <laughs> it's gone. It's on the list. Uh, yeah, we need the X out the Twitter. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you could check out at Top Tier Casual on that whatever service it is that nobody uses anymore anyway. X. Mastodon. Isn't that a band? Yeah, it is. Hmm? I don't understand Mastodon what's throwback, though. That was... You <laughs> can always email problem, us, theprofessionalcasual wow, at gmail.com. And Instagram is also theprofessionalcasual. All kinds of places you can uh, check out what we're doing. We release... Um, information and uh like announcement posts of things like when we go live on twitch we throw stuff up there uh as like uh hey we're you know make sure to check out the twitch if you're not already following so you can see that and uh get over there to check out the goodness tim's uh game lobby uh most weekdays from three to six tuesday through friday this and week it's all flower arranging games <laughs> <laughs> and taylor's week, hobby it'll, hangout it'll be uh starfield this next week just came out. It's going to be it's Skyrim in space. It's going to be going to not play Baldur's Gate three. Listen, that sounds like a way better game, though. I love Baldur's Gate three and it is hurting me inside to, <laughs> to switch it up for next week. I am curious about Starfield. Not much because I don't have a way to play because it it's only an Xbox and I don't ever plan on owning one of those and my laptop can't handle it. So it is. F- so I've so- heard it's. Actually, okay. I almost sent you a TikTok today. This is a really random aside, but now <laughs> I'll at least remember to tell you. There's a service uh, that you can install your Steam games on and then stream it to your Chromebook or your laptop or whatever as a video, but it still takes your input uh, from either controller or keyboard, so you can effectively stream really high-quality games on not high-quality devices for like 10 bucks a month. That sounds I don't dope. Believe Will you. you print out instructions for me to follow to do that on my computer? No, but the JV can. <laughs> I'll take a picture with it with my phone. <laughs> the printout? Yes. <laughs> uh, so what amazing. are we playing? Uh, so we got a voicemail, by what? the way, from X-Paxis. Here we go. <laughs> Dopers, Mogopers, I believe. Hey, so this is X-Paxis. I'm, uh, I'm a longtime listener of Kapapa and Lost Omens. And I'd like to leave a five-star review for the Snake Federation <laughs> because uh, I haven't done that yet. And um, heck, I'll give Quinny some support. Have a great night. Bye. I love that guy. <laughs> He's so great. There's the snake goat we were talking about. Right. It was so perfect. That's what reminded me that there was a voicemail from X-Paxis that he left uh, like just 22 hours ago. Oh, wow. Wow. Right? Every wow. person in the Discord cares more about these shows than I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's incredible. All right. So we have a review five out of five stars by Amazon customer. So thank you. Amazon customer. Wow, the uh, real Amazon customer? The, the Amazon customer. The, That's yeah. so dope. Amazon customer. They wrote an amazing playthrough of the Enemy Within campaign. And the review says, this playthrough podcast has me hooked. The group is a great group of friends that clearly are having an amazing time together. Dan's GMing is helping me with my own playthrough as a GM of this campaign. I'm as invested in this group of characters as my own, which is really saying something. Ben has played quite a few different characters. The only thing they have in common is the life expectancy of a mayfly. Generally, Look, the, the candle that burns brightest also burns fastest, okay? Generally, they are normally dead by the end of the episode. <laughs> it's a bit like watching a sci-fi show where uh, Jeffrey Coombs plays a different alien in a red shirt every each week and dies by the end of the episode while the rest of the party shout, Oh my God, Ben's character has died again, you bastard. <laughs> JB plays Bruno, who's five feet high and five feet wide. Bruno eats pies, lots of pies. If the saying you are what you eat is true, then Bruno will mutate into a pie version of the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters. Dan, you need to modify the mutations table to allow that. (laughs) I wouldn't mind that. We also have one of the greatest romance stories between Bruno and his wife, Trudy. (laughs) Listeners can't help but get invested in the will they get back together plotline. It's on par with Romeo and Juliet, Ross and Rachel, Kirk and anything with a pulse and a totally inadequate (laughs) costume budget. Tim plays Luckett. Luckett. Well, no. <laughs> Tim plays Lucky, aka Jerry Crumpet. I like Luckett. Contrary to the character sheet, his not a witch, but a totally legit wizard slash doctor with a license that looks like it's a toy from a McDonald's Happy Meal. <laughs> like he travels the Empire looking for his dad, who works for the Emperor, while asking every woman if they are single in a way that's totally not creepy. His also, best the men. <laughs> his best friend is Griggs, his war duck that protects him. Danny plays Mina, a soldier and apprentice witch hunter. Personally, I'm not sure if being a witch hunter is her true calling, as she still hasn't worked out Lucky's licenses written in crayon. <laughs> <laughs> Mina loves Hello Kitty and tells stories about her Uncle Chet and her childhood. Mina hates eating fish, which I think is very sensible. Mina has also killed a few members of the party. Reference uh, Ben's many, many characters. Sometimes because they were trying to kill her. call out episode. (laughs) Other times because they said they didn't like Hello Kitty with an earshot. Finally, onto the brains and leader of the party, Griggs the War Duck. (laughs) He detects magic with a quack, speaks at least two languages, and is able to kill quite a few threats to the party with karate chops due to Dan's poor ornithology knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) If only the budget allowed Griggs to be voiced by Samuel L. Jackson. Just listen to it. You won't be disappointed. So thank you, Amazon customer. I wish we had an actual name there so we could give them a proper shout out. Thank you so much for that review. That's amazing. Uh, really appreciate that. Uh, I I keep forgetting I need to count up the total uh, <gasps> written five star written reviews to see how close we are to 100 because we are definitely in the 90s. Once we hit 100 five star written reviews, we will do another bonus show where we'll do one of the short adventures that are longer than a one shot. And the patrons over on the discord will get to vote on who will run it and which adventure we will be playing which is super exciting because those are really, really fun. If you yeah, haven't checked as it, it out, stands, I only get chance to make a new character like every three episodes. Or so, <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> I'm really fiending for the opportunity. Mammoth survived like almost 50. And I don't want to hear it, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> the first one wasn't your fault. It was an NPC with no fate points. So, you know. Yeah, the second one I could have saved with fate points, but decided not to. <laughs> He just spent so many, um, oh, man, he was fine. But before we start 
back in Mittenheim with the party. We've got a little bit of something else. The small fire provided a, no a nominal glow and not much heat, but it was better than mending trousers in the dark. Mina would rather be out hunting or training to fight with her brothers. Even as a child, she felt more comfortable with a weapon in her hand than a needle and thread. She started. She stared into the glowing embers, imagining a life that was less damp, less dark, less seized dot. Her mother noticed her attention to her task waning and poked her sharply from where she was sitting in a rocking chair. Well, Helmina, what ails you? These pants won't mend themselves. Do you really want your brothers to be walking around all of seized out with their keisters on display? Honestly, girl, you are as worthless as gills on an eagle. Her mother never wavered in her admonishment of Mina's lackluster dom domesticity. Oh, Mama, if an eagle had gills, it could both swim and fly. Mina, listen to me. Her mother sighed deeply. Once there was a small girl just like you. She was tasked with collecting water from a nearby stream to help her poor old mother with the washing. The little girl... What was her name? What? The little girl who had to collect water. What was her name? Well, Hamina, that doesn't matter. Yes, it does. If she's important enough for there to be a story about her, she must have a name. Mina argued. Her mother sighed deeply again before continuing. Her name was Agnes. Little Agnes was on her way to collect water with a bucket in her hand and determined to be a contributing member to her family. As she was walking along, she spotted a bush, heavy with delicious fat red berries. The little girl's stomach clenched with hunger as she spied the berries. She approached the tasty fruit and munched and munched. She noticed more and more bushes of the berries deeper in the woods, and she forged her own path to continue her impromptu feast. She ate and ate fistfuls of berries until her hands and cheeks were stained with the juice and her stomach was distended in content. The little girl turned to rejoin the path, but too late she realized she had traveled too far from it. Dark wood surrounded her, foreign sounds sent shivers down her spine, and there was no sign of her home or the path. The girl tried to find her way back, but she continued to get turned around in the dark woods until night fell and she was hopelessly lost. Her family never saw her again, and her poor mother had to get her own water and had no one to help with the household chores. Mina looked at her mother, confusion in her young eyes. Her mother continued. Beware of straying from the path, my dear Wilhelmina. Now, back to your duties. End scene. <laughs> All right. That was so cute. That was really good. Oh, baby Mina. Who? I can Who? see where she gets it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. That was great. You're welcome. I'm a little, I love the little insight into the characters before we met them on this crazy journey, the path they're following now. Yeah. So again, we just got to keep Mina on the path. Yeah. All right. Keep Mina upright. Right. In the front. <laughs> <laughs> on the path to victory. So we are in Middenheim. Mm. You survived an ambush by the Purple Hand. Yeah, they weren't. Open. Well, most of you did. Unfortunately, Dennis and Parzival did not, even though Parzival wasn't even involved with this. Threw himself in there to try to save you guys and died to a crossbow shot, as we've seen, are super deadly. One tried to kill Lucky way back in episode nine. Wow, you should get a crossbow. Nah, and we don't really run into doors all that often. I don't think I really need one for anything. <laughs> he does have a bow and arrows. I asked if I could put it over the fence. You said no. So, yeah. I, so I just I just threw some stuff. I, yeah, I thought maybe you would step pockets. to the other side of the fence and then shoot people. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not get carried away. 
Yes, All right. That is right. We read the letter that was with the box. Yes. And you looked at the items inside. There were six seemingly random things. Uh, you were trying to discern if there was any meaning to it and then decided to go uh, to the Temple of Sigmar on the way you were distracted by uh, finding a room while you're here. So Mina, Webby, and Bruno decided to all stay in a common room. It'll be one silver a night each. Um, if you're staying uh, for the whole carnival week, it'll cost nine silver because the carnival starts in two days. And uh, Lucky, I did the math for you. For your double room for nine days would be 12 gold, 12 silver. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's an amount of money I haven't even thrown in the sewer. It's <laughs> a lot of money. Well, yeah. I, I will say um, for the three of you in the common room, that will include breakfast every day. Any other meals you can get somewhere else. Or if you get it here, you'll have to pay extra. Lucky. Do they have enough cigars? Uh, they don't sell that here, but I'm sure you could find something at midnight. Doesn't seem like they have breakfast then. <laughs> Like the judge from the Kill a Mockingbird. Um, Lucky, your price will include dinner, uh, breakfast and dinner. Oh, great. More food. That is definitely something I'm interested in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll do it. Listen, we're we're here. We have the clothes. We got truffles. It's a lot. But like we need to show off a little bit. We need to prove that we are high society. Wow. OK. So make sure you mark that on your character sheet. No. Nah. <laughs> While you're doing that, I have. A gift for everybody. <gasps> Something oh, that I no. bought like at least a year ago, if not more. I don't um, like the sound of that. That I have kind of squirreled away. Half-eaten sunflower seeds? It was appropriate. Ben, I will get you yours this next time I see you in person. But I have so these like dope then. little official by Cubicle 7. Um, it says the Commission of Inquiry to Threats Unknown to Middenheim Investigators Journal. What? Wow. One for each person to help keep track of what's going on in this adventure. They're, I am oh, definitely going to write cool. notes in this. <laughs> so they're actually will, like little I'm note nervous. type things. They're actually pretty cool. They're That's really cool. dope. Um, one of my favorite things about it is like the uh, I have a special GM one as well. Uh, like the inside cover is a map of Mindheim. So you can mark on that. I think it's inside back cover as well. No, that's something else. Um. So you can mark the map, different places, um, take notes on that. Wow. Uh, your books are a little bit different than mine. I'm, I think yours has like a like a full character sheet in it. Oh, um, if you wanted to use that <laughs> to rewrite my character sheet on a new character sheet right, right. now. Uh, and I think <laughs> it has the same kind of same couple of things repeat throughout the book, um, like in case you need new characters or in case you're playing through the campaign again. But these are really cool. I got them from Cubicle Site, I believe, when they were on sale. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. yeah really well, nice. You are a good GM. Aw. I really hope that I don't need three additional characters, though. Yeah. Oh, four. <laughs> well, there as long as Bruno's characters. in the party, it's not a bad idea. Right. <laughs> I think I'm going to blow through one of these notebooks in about a day or an hour. <laughs> and obviously, if you don't need the space to do another character, you can always use if you go on to like additional note sheets or whatever. Uh, I just thought these were I thought these would be cool and immersive. And fun. that way, I know Danny just ran out of one notebook she had. I did. Uh, so we oh. actually um, wrapped recording Settling the Southlands at time of recording like two days ago. And perfect time for a new notebook for you. 
Thank you. Yeah. So, um, whatever use you get out of them, great. And I have one for myself to help myself take better notes because things get complicated. Actually, I'm super excited about this because the front cover says Mindheim, so I'll never say the wrong city again. Probably not. There you go. You're welcome. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Unless yeah what does this typo. have to do with where we are? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Should have known. <laughs> so everybody pay. Uh, make sure to mark in your sheet. Uh, paying uh, Uli for your week's stay. Uh, dinner will be served um, in about an hour or so, but I mean, it'll be available most of the rest of the night. Um, if you want whatever you want to do at this point, we did say there is room for stabling uh, your horses yeah. and the coach. Good. Um, so you can take whatever you want out of the coach and you know whatever you want to keep in the rooms um, and wherever else you want to do tonight. I think at this point, I said it was like late afternoon uh, getting here. Um, and those that have the video, the patrons that have the uh, access to the video here, uh, have a map up right now. And um, you might notice there is this uh, skull icon. I'll ping. Oh, that's you mean a, that giant skull isn't that, just part of the city? No, nah, that's, that's another one of Ben's dead characters. <laughs> oh, I mean, so that's that the pile of Ben's dead characters. <laughs> Uh, so then I'll, I'll, I'll try to keep track of roughly where you are in this city, uh, right next to number 37 here. That is the Templar's arms. Um, and you're heading to the Temple of Sigmar, which is number 26 okay. over here. You can see me ping, ping once ping. again. And um, show me, I, I don't mind having you guys have access to the whole map because as we go through, the characters become more familiar with it. You know, nobody's been here before. Um, you'll know, figure out the lay of the land relatively quickly, I think. Like the characters will. Mm. Ooh, I want to go to 21, the laughing jackass. <laughs> hey, that's my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dan, I'm sorry. Could you please remind me how much I will have to pay to stay here? Nine shillings. Nine shillings. Nine silver. Nine silver. Yep. And it includes breakfast every day. But that's it. There are three from each of us then. Nine shillings a piece. I already wrote it down. <laughs> Okay, so you said it is afternoon, yes? Like late afternoon, like so I still four or five o'clock. Get to Temple of Sigma, or are we you in could. for the night? It's up to you. You could okay. crash. Like you got patched up a bit by Webby and whatnot, but I'm sure you still don't feel well. Yes. So that's totally up to you. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna head over to the Temple of Sigmar. Okay. Well, so let me carry this body. And it's not in a barrel, so it's like not kind of disrespectful. Yes. Can I use the body after I carry it? <laughs> no. I'll pass. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, uh, to be fair, I think he would make a great Dennis. You know what, Carl? Car Where the hell is Carl? Really? Like, Who the hell is we Carl? could really use him right now. Yeah, yeah. He's been he's been gone for a while, man. He's on a boat. Oh man, he's going fast. They're man. going up the Reich or yeah. down it or I down forget it. how it works again. Yeah. But yeah, they're going with the flow of the with water the grain. north. Oh, with the yeah, yep. No, it was lumber. <laughs> yeah, you had the crate. You had a whole episode about the crate, and you already forgot. Um, I don't want to carry things. Yeah, me neither. Like work. <laughs> okay, I will um talk to the. The barkeep and ask if um, 
if they typically have people who do odd jobs for them. Oh, yeah. Volunteer. There you go. Okay. Please, would you like me to make a gossip test? Um, no. So you're talking the so the keeper of the proprietor of the inn is Uli Britner. Breitner. Yep. Uli. Hello, Uli. Uh, and he says that if you need somebody to help with odd jobs, you could hire um, Conrad, who is the uh, another barman, uh, but also the handyman of the inn. Uh, and he's he'll be able to help you with that. No problem. OK. Hello. Can you point me in the direction of this Conrad, please? Yep. And he points out um, a dude, a middle aged man. He's got a big brown mustache and a goatee below it. And he's wearing a fancy hat with a feather sticking out of it. Is this is a Conrad with a K or a C. K. K. Conrad. OK. The last um, Conrad betrayed me mm. on a personal level. He didn't betray you. He was doing his job. Mm, yeah, sounds like betrayal. <laughs> you again. <laughs> I'm just confused because Dan's car is named Conrad. So I'm like, no, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm that's gonna, who this is. Yeah, I'm no. going to borrow this minivan. No. The minivan is named after Conrad Kurz because it's like. A Chevy Cruze. No. Oh, a Conrad Chevy Cruise. Santa Fe. What? Kia Santa Fe. My bad. No, I'm sorry. Hyundai Hyundai. Santa Fe. Uh, so wrong. Three strikes. You're out. <laughs> Bye. BMW. No, I'm really good at car. It's a minivan. What? What I drive is a minivan. The person that Danny's talking to right now. Again. Okay. Uh, hello, Conrad. How are you? Oh, I. My name is uh, Mina Fisher. I would like to hire you to help me with a job. Uh, all right. If you are amenable to that. I just gotta clear it with a Uli. (laughs) Amenable. Yes, Uli sent me to you. All right. I'm just on the on the clock here, so I just want to make sure I don't. Okay, yes, by all means, I do not want you to get in trouble on my behalf. He kind of looks over and Uli at the bar just like nods and Carmen's like, oh, what, what do you need help with there? So a dear friend of mine uh, met his demise and I need to oh. carry him to the Temple of Sigmar and I was hoping you would help me. All right, Sigmar, you don't want to take him to the Shrine of Mor? Uh, will they take care of his body there? Yeah. Let's go. That's what they do, right? Yes, I would love it if you could, um, you know, give me some narration of this first city as well. And I will uh, pay you for your trouble and your stories. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. And your discretion. Okay. Yeah. She's like looking at him very seriously. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. How much would you like for this job? Uh, I mean, the Shrine of Mort ain't far. Get there in 10 minutes. Can you um, give me directions to the Temple of Sigmar after that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so ping on the map here, the Temple of uh, the Shrine of Moor is number 20. That is quite close. So it's not not far at all. Um, and so he's like, how do you want to do this? I'll take the arms, you take the legs or? I did always find Parcival's legs to be the most appealing part about him. So, yes, I'll take uh, the legs. Parzival, was he a Bretonian? Maybe I don't. I don't really know, man. <laughs> I thought he, he thought he was a friend of you. He was like All a right. friend, but that's not. Those aren't the kind of questions I ask. The questions I kind of ask are like, you know, if you could only like smell colors or um, taste numbers, which would you prefer? Blue. What? Well, I I mean, never asked him where he was from with a name like Parzival. 
it was better for us not to know those things about each other. Uh, all right. Well, you did discretion. Shrouded right. in mystery. So, Conrad, are you from uh, Middenheim originally, or are you like a transplant here? Marienburg. Marienburg. Do you like the ocean? <laughs> Uh, no, uh, no, I, I, I've been in Middenheim my whole life. I mean, okay. like I've left it, but like this right. is where I'm from. Do you get to travel very far or no? No, I like this place. Uli's a great uh, proprietor here. That is wonderful. I'm glad you have a job that is so like agreeable for you and your lifestyle. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so you're, as you're walking along here carrying this body, obviously, like I was saying before, the, the streets are pretty full of people. Um, it's very, very busy. The bodies are usually pretty well pressed together. But as you're walking along, it's like you're a rock in a stream, right? People are parting around you because you're carrying a body. Um, and you see a lot of people like watching you go by and you see a lot of people like whispering to each other as you're going. Um, and you see at one point... Um, Uli like, or not Uli, um, Conrad kind of shifts things a little bit to let go with one hand for a second. He like pulls his hat down a little lower. See, this all would have been uh, avoided with a body barrel. I know. That's true. Uh, but yeah, it takes you about 10 minutes or so to get to um, the little shrine of more here. Okay. Um, it says a small featureless shrine of more stands on the northern entrance. Uh, below, like, beyond that is the Morris Park. The cemetery, a real small one here, uh, but there's also mausoleums, of course, and you see a few clearly priests of more uh, in and around the shrine here. They're wearing uh, black or some a little bit of purple sometimes. Okay. Yeah. So we will uh, drop the body off, and I will explain to these uh, gentlemen what what transpired and how he passed heroically, and. It was a wonderful gentleman. Oh, um, would you like to purchase a plot or what is your plan with your friend here? One of the priests asks you. How much is a plot? Oh, uh, we don't have many. The Morris Park here is very small. Mm -hmm. um, so space is very limited. And so supply and demand is 100 gold. So no. <laughs> I, I just I, I assume not. <laughs> just throw the trash. <laughs> we do do have you few, have any barrels? I could use that body. <laughs> we do have a few other options. Okay. Uh, we can take the body for you to the Eternal Flame and cremate it there. Okay. Uh, we do charge a, a service fee of four gold for that. Okay. For transportation. And we um, the, the, the Temple of Ulrich does charge us a little bit for it as well. Okay. Um... I will I will happily pay this for gold. Thank you so much. Oh, very good. Yes, thank you. So is there another option? Uh, so we can take them um, outside at the edge of the Warrenberg um, for 10 shillings. Wait, you toss them over the edge? They put them in a barrel. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like Niagara Falls style. Bye. Whee! You know, I think I, I've been... I've unfortunately neglected being part of this uh, commerce process. I could get a fresh supply every week like yeah. this. And get paid for it. Yeah. 
So part of then, me wants uh, to like romanticize and say, oh, he wanted to be an adventure. He would want to be back out in the wilderness. But that is baloney. He did not want that. He was a cushy nobleman um, who... I doesn't want anything anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, let's uh, just do this eternal flame. Okay. Yeah, as you're um, talking about that, um, Conrad's like, uh, Warrenberg's outside the city. Just so you're aware. Okay. But I'm just going to pay the money and they're going to take care of it. I'm going to pay four crowns to burn a, a body of a guy and you know where it's from? All right. I don't know. <laughs> or even if you had legs. <laughs> now I'm rethinking if I should do this or not. You, you get the impression that he's just kind of like, that's a lot of money. Oh my goodness. I'm getting like the scene from, um, oh, she was, never mind. Cut that out. A Kung Pao into the fist. <laughs> If you pay the, the priest, they'll gladly take the body from you. And you knew somebody who was uh, always willing to take a dead body <laughs> off <laughs> for free. You're right. He would probably charge me too. Oh, that's oh, I absolutely would. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he knows he can. He wouldn't buy it from you. you yeah, no one should tell it. this no. Webby. So I will like pat Parzival's body on the belly. I will see you. Another time. See you in hell. Next time on episode 174. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I think that was the last time we saw him alive. It was 174. Yeah. Womp womp. Okay, let's go. All right. What's your net? You got any little business? I gotta go to the Temple of Sigmar, please. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. I'll walk. I can walk with you back to the Templar's arms and I can tell you which way to go. Okay. So while Mina is doing her business, what are the rest of you staying at the Templar's Arms for the night? Yeah, no, I got some. I got some stuff I need to do. Oh, what's Webby doing? Well, I got a couple stops. Uh, first, I want to head to the library, uh, whatever kind of library they got. Someplace I can do research on these six weird objects that I don't know what they're doing with. I like that. Um, Maybe so... figure out what's going on behind this uh, delivery that we did extremely well. Mm -hmm. So you would know like the uh, Temple of Verena is usually the, the best source for a library because uh, Verena is the imperial god of like law and knowledge. Um, and I got no quarrel with her. You just let me know when I'm there. Uh, so you but can no get. Um, Does it look like a library? Yeah, I mean, you can get directions fine. easy enough. I wouldn't make you make a gossip test. Anybody in, in the city would know where the Temple of Verena is if you want to go there. Mm-hmm. Indeed I do. All right. So what do you want to do when you get there? Uh, generic research, I suppose. Gonna ask the librarian. Uh, there, I'm interested in exactly six subjects. Here they are, top to bottom. Why don't you point me in one direction and let me work my way? I'll just serpentine through the library, collecting books as I go. <laughs> All right. Um, and if you have a spare dentist, I could I, I could use the help for them for the time being. Uh, excuse me? You know, uh, orderlies. Uh, junior, junior library people Ooh. would carry books back and forth so and cool sometimes shush people. <laughs> um, so there's a cool description of the library um, in the uh, Middenheim City book. Says with all as with all temples of Verena, no matter their size, there is an extensive library. The library here takes the form of a rectangular annex built onto one side of the main temple. It contains the rarest manuscripts from all over the old world. 
Supervised access is uh, to the library is free to anyone with a letter of introduction. Otherwise, you need to make some kind of donation to use the library. There's not like a I, set I, price, but. I, I don't have a letter of introduction, but I do have. Um, I can try to talk the talk. I've got Language Gilder, which may entitle me to some scholastic resources I might not otherwise have. Oh. So they ask you, do you have a letter from the Worshipful Guild of Legalists, the Grand Guild of Wizards or the Collegium Theologica? Unfortunately, my subfield is fresh enough that uh, letters of introduction from those places do not exist or I am uh, breaking new ground. But if you want to get in on the ground floor and uh, let me I'll put you down as a reference in my uh, manifesto as it comes out, uh, you'd be doing me and the world a great service. Oh, well, yes, you can use the, the library um, for a can put a donation in the box and you see there's like a wooden box with a slit in the top you can put coin in or whatever yeah sure slide a hand check <laughs> <laughs> yes go for it uh one success level all right so you're, you like have a coin in your hand like a gold or whatever and you pretend to put it over the box and you nudge it just enough that the coins that are already in there clink together so it looks and sounds like you put a coin in yeah god bless no problem. So now you can start to do some research. Um, uh, so research is an extended test. So we'll um, it wouldn't all be at the same time. Typically, no, I'll, I'll probably take naps standing up in uh, whatever aisle I happen to fall asleep in. Just imagine from like cartoons when we were younger, the people who would have like the coin with like the string on it and oh, like yeah. drop it in. I thought that would be relevant in my life way more. That and quicksand I thought would be <laughs> way more relevant in my adulthood than they have been. Funny, they're both relevant to Webby's life uh, and the situations in which they are relevant are one and the same. <laughs> All right. So I will um, make this an average research test because you're in one of the biggest libraries in the old world. Currently, um, it'll be extended tests. So you need to reach a certain number of success levels. And I'm um, just going to set that in my head. We'll say each test represents an hour spent in the library looking for books and reading through things. So like what kind of things are you looking for? Like what kind of books are you looking for to help discern these items remind me again what the items are please i think somebody wrote them down <laughs> there was a uh empty rusted a scabbard pewter goblet an old scabbard a dog skull a stuffed bird um a seashell and a cloak with patches of different shrines from all over the empire on it yes nice note cloak did cloaked it cloaked and dagger uh, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd probably just start by like looking up the equivalent to whatever state birds are in the empire. Uh, <laughs> you know, okay. figure out if this if this type of bird has any significance, if pewter is significant in a religious or societal sense. You know, I'm just grasping at threads. I'm I'm not diving too deeply into any one thing. I'm just trying to keep the broader message in mind. Okay, um, so go ahead and uh, make your first research research test here. You got it. And it's at average. Together. So yep. plus 20. Yeah. All right. Uh, how's a uh, six success levels treat you? <laughs> Sounds exciting. I don't do I don't do anything in combat, guys. Right. Which is why. <laughs> that 
It's just, I was laughing because that is what I set in my head as the success oh. levels needed. Uh, I only need one hour. So, I'm yeah. Tearing you, through books and like, throwing them against the wall. Frantic. <laughs> like, it looks frantic, but I imagine Webby is super calm the whole time. But you find out um, immediately, you do the tiniest bit of research and you find out the stuffed bird is a dove. And um, the scab, you find out like the cloaks, uh, JB or Bruno close enough i had tried to make a test to see where the the shrines like what they may have been um the patches all over the cloak are all different shrines to sigmar from around the empire um and it seems like it covers pretty much every corner um even one from the moot which is like the the halfling nation within the empire um the pewter goblet uh based on what you can figure out seems to be pure pewter it's quite heavy the seashell you find out is from the uh, northern coast of the Empire, uh, from the Sea of Claws. Uh, the scabbard doesn't seem to be anything special at all. It's just very common make. All right. And the dog skull looks to be um, a like a, a dog, like a, an adult dog that is very typical for the type that rat catchers have as their small but vicious dog. Was he any man's best friend? Uh, probably. Okay, that's all I need to know. Yeah, you can assume that, I think. I hope so. <laughs> it has very, the teeth are very well intact, so you imagine it's probably, well, it probably wasn't just a stray dog. No, he got, he got dentine. <laughs> Maybe even dentine ice. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, so maybe he's able to figure all that out uh, in an hour, and I just imagine... Uh, Webby's surrounded by this stack of books. Some of them are opened up with the books on top of them. And then when he's done, he just leaves. Right. <laughs> That's yeah, how I, I picture it. I might push the books over <laughs> as if to say I have conquered you knowledge. <laughs> um, conquered knowledge. Is there any is there any check I can make to like synthesize these disparate pieces of uh, random scrap into some cohesive message or something? Yeah, with that or some intent. astounding success on that research test, I'll let you make an average intuition test. Average intuition. I can't help but notice that you're not allowing me to take an intelligence check, which is fascinating. <laughs> well, isn't research based on intelligence? Yeah, yeah it, is. it is. There's a reason I decided to try to do research. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for joining. <laughs> uh, but that's going to be two negative success levels. I would have passed if I had gotten intelligence well, oh, well so yeah so i, I said intuition because it's kind of like making an inference putting all this information together um but you're not you you figure at this point you you don't really see any connection between all these things but you've got more information to work with if you wanted to potentially um bounce ideas off of your party members i assume yeah will keep i, it I to might himself. talk to bruno about them and then uh and then uh, maybe yell them at Lucky and then shut him up when he tries to talk back. Naturally. That might be something. That might be something I want to do. <laughs> uh, so while Webby is researching, what are Bruno and or Lucky doing? Uh, after you. Uh, let's see. Bruno wouldn't mind to uh, get a few new clothes. Um, these ones are becoming a little bit threadbare. Plus, he knows that uh, standing out in a crowd like this. Probably isn't good for your health. Again. 
So, you know, maybe a little bit something with fur. I mean, I already have a big Greek coat and a little tiny hat. So I don't know how much I love his tiny hat. Do you want to like maybe switch it out? Like I actually wouldn't mind going clothes shopping too. Right. Um, Do you want to get like a small coat and a really big hat just so you can kind of mix it up a little bit? (laughs) I was just thinking something with like a different color fur. Right. This is a very southern type of fur. Oh, it's cold here. You should. You could right. get boots with the fur. Ooh, yeah, I could use some boots. I mean, the whole club might be. Yeah, looking at her. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> so stupid and sorry. Never be sorry. That was great. <laughs> nah, you should be sorry for that one. That's pretty rough. Uh, also, um, I need to start making inroads with the current um, coachmen's uh, guilds. Right, so I could set up a, you know. My coachman tavern. Yep. In the cross keys. Right. Really have to get on uh, top of getting the um the land parcel that that's on. Mm. And uh yeah, just setting up uh, a, a new station for my uh take over the empire here. Take over the empire. What? <laughs> take over the Yeah, by combat. I think that's right. Cool. right yeah. <laughs> uh, You're in that, things you didn't if I shoot the base of this mountain and it'll come stumbling down, I win. It's your mountain I, at that I, point. Yeah. Mountain, yeah. Collapse the whole fosh <laughs> Oh no. Oh. Hasn't been done before, but Bruno was never here. <laughs> he was never here. <laughs> All right. So you're going clothes shopping? Yeah, why not? Is luck so is Lucky going with? Yeah, I, I actually intended to go clothes shopping as well. So mm-hmm. I wanted to go clothes shopping and hit up the park. Yeah. Griggs takes a nap in the room on the bed that's not Lucky's. Okay. No, he does. <laughs> to give you this look. Slap his bill. You get on my bed. Oh, he's an NPC. I get to control him now. Yeah. Oh, you want him to sleep on your bed? Yeah. Oh my god, that scared me so bad. Why did that just what play? The fuck? <laughs> Somebody just subscribed to the Twitch. <laughs> that was terrifying. Uh, Why did it do that? that's really good that was awful i very legitimately don't know why or how that happened there are uh, streamlabs is not up we're using a different program to record this that doesn't track Uh, what the fuck happened that was good did jb play something on his computer no mine's muted that was really weird okay i'll put a little note (laughs) about 55 I marked it by hitting that red button. Thanks. That helps so much on the video. Thanks, random bloke FB. Follow it on Twitch and yeah. Facebook. Why would that? That's really weird. Okay. Um, what were we saying? I, that, I totally lost my train of thought. shopping. Oh, you want Griggs to sleep on your bed? Yeah. He's all right, fine. Thanks, man. I appreciate mm. it. I'm just tired. No, I get Still it. Still off flapping around. You did no, you actually did a great job. Can I grab you anything while I'm out? Yeah. What would you like? Grapes. It's always yeah, there's a lemonade stand down the street. I think I could probably ask oh, them lemonade. if they have any grapes. What? Oh yeah, yeah. Ask them if they got grapes. That's yeah. Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> and he like does that thing where ducks like curl his face under his wing. So I like to think that Greg's is like Lucky's external id. Like what Lucky really wants is grapes. <laughs> and, he, and he projects it onto this bird. I love that. 
Uh, so Lucky and Bruno head out to go clothes shopping, but they find out pretty quickly that the stores are closed because it's getting late in the day. Uh, I will wake them up with a friendly gunshot. Then be like, hey. <laughs> so as, as you're Somebody can call a grape shop. shot. Oh, grape so shot. As you're looking for shops, uh, a watch patrol goes past and okay. one of the guys looks at you and he's like, hey. And they're the stop and they kind of gather around him. He's like, why you got a firearm out in the city? Uh, where am I supposed to have it? Uh, you ain't local. You need to leave that inside. Oh, okay. So you I can't just it... be walking around armed like that. Yeah, that's sword that. on your belt. That needs to be inside too. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I put it underneath my coats. I'm like, so that it's concealed now. Right. I can tell by your accent you ain't from here, so I'll give you a warning this time. Thank you, sir. Um, Where are we? Marienburg. Marienburg. Now, where can we go to good hat? I need something that covers my ears at least. Hmm. Good hat. Yeah. You do have gross ears. That actually would probably work out They're really so well. Scarred. There's a lot. Listen, it's, a lot has happened to your ears. It's the molten lead. Yeah, that was a big part of it. Big part of it. Part of it. Uh, being grabbed by that uh, demonette that didn't help. I wouldn't bring that up in public, especially in front of the police. Oh yeah. Uh, you're in the Geldman Six. Uh, yes. Area town. Uh, that's exactly where I thought I was because oh, I'm. Good. A coachman, and I have impeccable direction sense. Where are you staying? The crossed keys. I don't. Doesn't sound familiar. It's it's a new establishment. Uh, it hasn't changed names yet. Um, uh, soon to be known as Big Dicked Enterprises. Dicked, Big oh, Dicked Enterprises. Right. Yeah, just make sure that those get stowed away. Okay, not to be on the streets. Got it. Especially with the carnival coming up. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to scare the clowns. Hey, yeah. what are the kind of the big attractions that are going to be at the at the at the carnival festival parade? Whatever. Oh, you, are, did you come up here for the carnival? Kind of. Huh. Uh, yeah, all kinds of stuff. I'm a big fan of the um, the the duels against the the Graf champion. Ooh. The what champion? The Graf's champion. Graft. The Graf. The Graf. Graf. Todd Bringer. You're right. He's the leader of this town. Yeah, like the mayor. Wait, you oh, actually, right, Southerners. Oh, um. Wait, you actually knew that? Yeah, he's. Bruno, a, I thought you were lying to me. Wait, the, he's one of the electors of the the empire. Yeah, the Graf. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, down south you might call him like a governor or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, he's the leader of Middenheim and uh, all of Middenland, Nordland. And he'll fight people? No, his champion, Dieter. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, sometimes there's real good fights. I, I heard there's like uh, bouts against like minotaurs or something like that. Too. Oh, yeah, the minotaur fights. That's a bit more brutal because uh, they can't always keep the minotaur in check. Is it cunning, though, as well or no? No, it's a minotaur. Dumb. Oh, OK. They give it a club, though. Hmm. Sometimes people get real hurt. Oh, I bet. But the champion bouts are much more um, strategic. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, Dieter is a, a skilled, skilled fighter. Ooh, is it, is does there, he like to punch legs? I hear that's a, oh, like a really punchers. good yeah. tactic. Uh, why would he punch legs? No. Well, what are you going to do when you don't have any legs because it got punched off? Well, what, what's nice about watching Dieter is that um, 
who uh, when the, the people come in to fight, mm. you could choose one kind of weapon to bring. Because they got like dulled ones there for you, so you don't actually like kill each other or nothing. Because that's oh, not the point. I would choose my gun. Well, no, it's no, not that kind of duel. Oh, you duel with a blunderbuss? That seems real unfair. <laughs> I always not just any blunderbuss. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and he's like, you he you can tell he's like really into this, um, especially the the champion duels because, um. He goes on to say that the, the champion will fight with whatever weapon the challenger chooses because he's skilled with all kinds of things. Um, That's if you, super rad. And if yeah. you defeat the champion in the duel, you become the Graf's champion. Wow. Unless how, someone else beats you, of course. How long has Dieter been the, the Graf's champion? Oh, a while now. Like, like a couple uh, weeks or... Like no, I'm, I'm sure he had to beat off a whole lot of other people to be the grass champion for this long. I mean, yeah, you got to beat off people real hard if you want to be the grass champion, I right. assume. I'm just from the way that this guy talks excitedly about how many people that Dieter's beaten off. I just, I, you know, seems like it's probably a whole thing. Yeah. Seems like it's probably a pretty big deal. Did you say pretty deep deal? Nope. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter, Dan. Come on, what are you talking man. about? Um... I don't know. A few years, I think he wow. he wins. All he always wins. He's been beating off these dudes for years for the grass. <laughs> wow, that's actually insanely impressive. Oh man, I've seen people fall downstairs and pretty much end their entire life. <laughs> like this guy, sounds like he's really good at beating off. Other opponents that come at the grass champion. Yes. Did you two uh, come here? Uh, the two of you. I mean, yeah, we came we're, we're here. I mean, right. No, we, we didn't, didn't come, come together, but we are together. No, we're not like, no, I together, mean, like together. No. did you come to Middenheim? Just the two of you? No, we have a whole group. No, a lot of people came right. to Middenheim. With you? There was a whole I, line. I've got many. They came with you. Oh, yeah. they came with us? Yeah. I rarely come with other people. <laughs> I was just no, going to say, if there was anybody else in your group. Yes. That. I, I mean, could enter these duels because you he kind of points to you guys like, it, 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 you know, um, it might be it might be a good time for him. Oh, mm, not anyone I'll, I can think of. I'll keep it in mind. Yeah, I uh, maybe I could hire somebody. Um, That's kind of like having a champion. Yeah, That's actually I, I would bad. hire a champion. <laughs> you hire your own champion yeah. to fight the champion in your name. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to like end up running this town, right? Yeah, I, mean, I know. You kind of have to just get it. Fake do like make it yeah, yeah oh do like God. the do like the graphs do anyway uh where's like uh your grape store or hats with flaps oh i'm not a lot of food stains that open up yet for the carnival well, but there's a, a few stain, around but like yeah. is there like a good produce spot well not right here but yeah most places it, and and it is they're gonna be closed at this time why it's mid-afternoon the GM well, and, just said that. Yeah, well, I said it was late. Yeah, late. Oh, afternoon. it's late afternoon. Yeah, things closing up. Yeah, but they you should can't probably buy grapes anywhere. No, they should like probably open up if I have a gun. Yeah, oh, that's, that's why true. you need to go put that yeah. away. Oh, right. But I need grape. You need. You guys need to go back to the cross keys and put those things in your room. We actually never mentioned the cross keys. That's weird that you know. You did that. I asked you where you were staying? Yeah, and then he the made up keys. two other places that weren't the cross keys. We're not staying at the cross keys anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
But yeah, he definitely said the cross keys. And yeah, no, he did. Yep. Yeah. I forgot that that's also not where we're staying. My bad. And <laughs> impeccable sense of direction. For players, reminder, if you forgot, you're staying in a place called the Templar's Arms. That's right. I will write that down. Which is Again. in Gelmorand. Yeah. Which Number is where we are right now. Which is abbreviated as the Templarms. <laughs> Templarms. I like uh, that, but, actually. Uh, I don't... Bruno, I told Greg's we'd bring, bring back grapes. Well, good luck. And then the, right. the watch patrol walks away. That was close. <laughs> we almost died. <laughs> oh, what's the livery of Middenheim? Is it... I should give him a goodbye, yeah. like, shot. <laughs> Yeah, the old love tap. It's more of a love trigger, but yeah. Just a, it's like when you beep your horn when you're driving away. Yeah, you get two yeah. toots. Yeah, a little toot toot. Yep. I got two two uh barrels. Boop boop. You know what the cool thing is? Mm. They were actually super cool with you having a whip. They didn't even bring it up. I know. Well, the whip is more for pleasure than pain. Mm. Yeah. Yep. That is how I've seen it used. <laughs> I'll time that. I, I know I'm not supposed to talk about this. Ever I'm, since the castle, I've been having these feelings. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can't. I, I don't know. I don't Remorse know. Remorse or? Huh. <laughs> yeah, so the Watch Patrols wear white and blue and like breastplates. <laughs> I wasn't even listening. I know. Oh, that was a good one. Probably a good thing. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. You're going to you're gonna love that in the listen through. <laughs> In the edit. Oh, man. I can't wait to find out what it is, but we'll see what uh, everybody else gets up to as they spend a little more time in Bidenheim next time. Hey, where are the grapes, though? They're closed. You're too late. I'll get in there. I'm going to get those grapes. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you, on Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the power phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol vlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolfwarp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild, our Marvel Crisis Protoval, Protocol Povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash The Professional Casual.